Welcome to another episode of Failing Success. I'm Chad Kalecki with Cosmic Design. I'm here today with Saad bin Shafiq. His company is called Shaw Marketing Agency, and it's a growth consulting and marketing company. Thanks for being here today, Saad. Thank you for having me, Chad. So what's a roadblock on this path of building this business you want to share? So Roblox particular to this business, of course, there are a few, but overall in my last 10 years of starting and trying to run businesses, there have been many. So just to give you a little backstory, I came to America like eight years ago to start my, to, for college here on scholarship. So when I got here, a lot of the first thing I was like, Hey, I noticed was like, Hey, like whatever effort you put in, in this country, you're going to get return for that. Right. She was just like a line of cream, right? It's not like what I only heard about it, but I only I also saw that as well. So I started many companies over the past eight, 10 years. Even so I started my company even before when I was here. So I started many companies here and almost all of them failed. Start from drop shipping, like different kinds of small companies, everything. Like whatever anybody could think of at that time for the past eight years. On smaller level, I tried it. Then one thing that really hit was a food distribution company. I go, I was importing and distributing different small food products, specifically pink Himalayan salt. And I started that because I'm from Pakistan and I was like, Hey, like I have much better access than everybody else. So that's where I got that. I was distributing that. But what happened right before is that one of my biggest clients, they got the product. So on net 30, net 45, days. they got the product and they never paid for it. So then. I had around six people at that time. I had to let go all of them because this client wasn't paying me. And the, so he did pay $25,000 upfront as a, like a deposit. So thank God I didn't spend that deposit because I was still in college. I could have spent it, but I didn't. So I let go of the people and then I used the same $25,000 to hire one of the best lawyers in New York City. And I sued those clients with their own money, basically. So it was around 1.6 million, my first figure. So on paper, I was a millionaire, but in reality, I had nothing. I was still taking a bus to my college. I sued them and it took me almost two and a half years. Within those two and a half years, I went couch surfing, different types of things. And also when I did that, I got a job based on my degree at the same time. I was like, hey, I have to have something consistent so I can support my businesses or my business unit diverse. So when I got my job, I, I started living in Miami and then almost like in last December, a couple of months ago, I lost my job because of recession and everything. And at the same time, the good thing was I started my company, this company currently that I have a few months before that. So I started that one. So what happened was I lost my job the same day I had to go to the court for final, like, so they, so they want to like settle basically in the court right in front of the judge. So that I went there, I got less than 25% of what I was supposed to get, but I was still happy because I was kind of desperate at that time. I was like, Hey, something is better than nothing at the point. And I can use even this little amount of money to pay everybody who I'm supposed to pay and then have something for myself to, to support this business. I did the start of my current company and in the beginning, it was really difficult to get new clients, but. I was actually surprised that over the past eight years, the skill that I've learned and the connection and network I made, as soon as I started this company, within the first two weeks, I got my first client from, from marketing and growth consulting. And after that, it was just like, everything was just perfectly falling in place. As in like, I was getting, I'm getting more clients, new clients every other week. And it's not like small clients. Now I'm getting clients to such an extent that I have to know I, that I actually hired a small team as well that now I'm thinking like, Hey, instead of me go for every client, just if a client doesn't can't pay a certain, it doesn't have enough revenue of certain number, I'm not going to take it. Right. 
and I'm only gonna take pending clients to make, let's say, a million dollars and scale them to 10 million or something along those lines. So yeah, I mean, when you say a roadblock, so for this particular business, there hasn't been a roadblock, but my roadblocks over the years have helped me to avoid major roadblocks in this specific business. How many years was that case in court for? Two and a half years. Two and a half years. You said it was it was for a total of one point six million. Yeah, one point. Yeah, around that. Yeah, the number. Yeah. All right. So at least you got you got a portion of that and use that to fund the next venture. Yeah, it was less than twenty five percent. And when I got yeah. it, we had to pay a little bit extra to the lawyers because I ran out of money. And I'm like, hey, so from that less than twenty five percent, I had to pay around thirty three percent to the law. And after that, I had to pay the other people who were involved in me in that business, two other people, and I had to pay them as well. And after that, what was left, it was enough to support my business. At the same time, I lost my job too. So I had to also make sure that for the next four or five months, I have enough money to support me if nothing, nothing works. Yeah, that's it's a tricky situation when that happens. Yeah, yeah. It's interesting though. Yeah, I'm sure that was a great experience, what you learned from that. Oh, yeah. So you said you're at the point where you have the luxury of filtering new clients, right? Yes, yes. Thankfully, I'm, I'm happy. I'm glad. So the last thing that I heard you say, you referenced the American dream yeah. and you hear a lot of people who say it's not here anymore, but yet anybody who comes to this country and hasn't lived here their entire life, you hear a different story. So I want to hear your perspective. I, I really respectfully disagree with everyone who said that the American dream is not there because they haven't been to a third world country or any other country except for Europe. Where I'm from Pakistan, right? In my country, when you work hard, I love my country, by the way. When I work there, you don't get the return for it at, unless you know people or you're in politics or you're already really rich. So you're already rich. You can buy your way through everything. But if you're not, it doesn't matter how smart you are, how hard you work, you're not going to get the results you're supposed to get. But when I came here, it was like a gold mine for me because I was like, hey, like every single thing is transparent. Okay, it's not perfect, but it's better than the rest of the world. And I've been to a, a couple of countries and also I went to China. So these two places that I've seen, America, America and China, both these countries, they have really, really transparent a path. Like if you work hard enough, you can get whatever you want. So anybody who says they haven't, this American dream is not here right now. And I think they should really, really educate themselves instead of being, instead of cheating on your own country, to be honest, because I've seen that this country can give you much, much more and everything that is given you. Because a lot of times I think like, because when I first started working here, I was like, I'm not, a, I wasn't a citizen at that time. I was in a student visa. So I had a lot of hurdles, but when I saw people who were born here, the amount of opportunities these guys have, but they still complain that, hey, things are not good. That's what confuses me a lot. Tell, trust me, if I was born here, it would have been a lot different. The things I could have implemented that I'm implementing now, if I could have implemented this eight years ago, I would be much, much, much ahead. But everything happens for a reason and I'm happy where I am. But yeah, I think these people just complain and that's not good. American dream is still there. Yeah, I mean the the streets are paved with gold. That's that's the yeah. saying. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's typically the grandparents come to this country, they make the money, their next generation, the kids, they sustain it, and then their kids lose everything. Yeah, because when you're the story, the third or fourth generation, they're born with the golden spoon, and they just and they just you know they just don't work hard enough. You have to know struggle to then know how to work hard. Oh yeah, like I've even thought about right now that when I'm going to have my children with the next five, seven years, whatever, okay, I'm going to raise them here, but I will make sure that we 
go to different country. I go to my own country back home first, right? Have a few months a year there. So they'll learn that don't feel so privileged. Like you are privileged. So you should learn to respect it, right? And then you should see how the world lives. The world is not going to be how your mommy or daddy, daddy tells you. It's going to be exactly the way it is. So instead of saying like, oh, everything is so bad here in America. No, it's not. It's amazing, right? You should go and look at other people in Africa or in Middle East or Pakistan. Yeah, those are good points. People generally, comparison is how we think, right? So yeah. if you don't have that comparison of a third world country and living there for a while, you think every, things could be better. They can't. But, like, the thing is, but the thing is, Chad, that a lot of these people, they're like, oh, we haven't been to other countries, so we can't tell. Man, you're, into, you're only in 2023 right now. You have YouTube. You have to go search for it. The information is already there. You can live how people live in those countries. It's not a movie. It's actually how people live there. So just be grateful for you, what you have. Then yeah, work hard, right? And you yeah. can have anything you want. Exactly. <laughs> so Saad, if our listeners wanted to reach out to you in regards to you personally or your company, how would they do so? So they can either reach out to me on my Instagram. That's success from failure. That's my first thing. The other thing is my LinkedIn. That's my full name, Saad bin Shafiq. Or if they just want to shoot an email, it's Saad at shawmarketingagency.com. Well, thanks, Saad, for being on the show. And thank you, everybody, for listening to another episode of Failing to Success. I'm Chad Kalecki with Cosmic Design. Mm -hmm.